Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back, Pharrell, coast to coast, hour number two, Carver High and Dane Martinez in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio, of course on Sirius XM, up the dial, baby, channel 159. You are now rocking with us on. It is good to have you aboard. Dane, let's shift to the NBA now, go through a couple of the games from last night before we get into sure. tonight's slate. Nice win for the Sixers at home, 103 to 98 over the Bulls. Bulls get their second loss of the year. They're six and two. The Sixers go to six and two as well. I'll say this, Dane. The 76ers are very weird because you never know any night who's playing and who isn't. Like, you never know. I mean, between Embiid and Harris, we know Simmons is gone for who knows how long. But I'll say this. I mean, Curry gives them some great burn. They find ways to win even when guys are out of the lineup. I don't think the Bulls are as good as the start that they have so far, but Philadelphia's a good regular season team. Now, I don't, they won't get it done in the playoffs, but they're a very good regular season team with the depth that they have. No, I agree with you. Listen, first on the Bulls, right? There are two losses to the Knicks and now to the Sixers. They were beating up also Rans. I think they got a couple of wins against Detroit earlier on when they were kind of going to their undefeated start. So I think they're kind of regressing to where they will settle. But with Philadelphia, listen, This is going to be if Joel Embiid is healthy enough to play back-to-back games in the playoffs. This man has the ability to be the most dominant force on the court whenever he is on the court. But remember in the playoffs, right? He was getting shots in his knee, and that's the kind of thing that is going to ultimately derail this team. They have all it takes. You talk about the depth, guys like Harris and Curry, good team, but they're only going to go as far as Embiid's availability will take them in the Eastern Conference playoffs. They're live. They're just as talented as anybody else. They could win the East. Will they? I think it's up to Embiid, his injury history, his availability, and ultimately whatever 60 cents they get on the dollar for Ben Simmons. And they are in action again tonight. We'll talk about it in a little bit. The Nets beat the Hawks last night, 117 to 108, 32 for Kevin Durant, 22 three-pointers for Brooklyn, and they wore some sweet new threads. I yeah. mean, those three edition jerseys. Selling like a little jerseys, mix, baby. Dana, little mix of the 80s and 90s Nets uh-huh. uniforms kind of kind of meshed together. Little draws and really strong. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and so after a little bit of a slow start, Nets are starting to get things going. Here is Kevin Durant. He agrees with me, Dane. They are starting to get things going. Here's KD. I just think we needed some experience, just seeing what lineups work with what, what, what players, what sets work with you know each lineup. And I think that's really what it is, and you need to play games to understand that. So uh, we knew it was going to be a process for us. Um, process. You know, I'm glad we was able to figure Trust some it. stuff out the last Trust few it. games and get back on the right page. And we know it's going to be even tough on the road, but we just got to keep grinding, man. I keep saying the same thing. Regular season is all about preparing you for the playoffs. Um, so we got to keep putting in the time and the hours. Look, uh, I know everybody loves to overreact, Dane, very early in a season. I mean, these 82-game, six-month seasons in the NBA, and the NHL, like it, it's really yep. hard when two weeks in you're like, oh, this team isn't as good as we thought. You know, they're not going to be very good. Guys, like, honestly, they've played eight games. Like, they've played right. 10% 
of their season. The Nets are right. a really good basketball team, and they are eventually going to start firing on all cylinders. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast on a Thursday. Carver Hyde, Dane Martinez in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Adam Kaplan, NFL Insider, later on this hour. Mm-hmm. The Nets, Dane, as I was just saying, they're a good basketball team. Calm down. They'll get their wins. They'll get their offense going. No, absolutely. You said it best. It's 10% of the season. If this was the NFL, this would be halftime of week two. (laughs) Okay. And we'd be making kind of these kind of, you know, presumptions and declarations, I think. And as we move on in all sports, right, we're seeing a de-emphasis on the regular season. People are just trying to be healthy at the playoffs, be in sync at the playoffs. So what else is KD going to say? I think he was honest there. He's like, it's just about the grind. We got to figure it out. You can tell they're not putting importance on this. You may care if you're going to the Barclays for the first time to ever see these guys live, but they are merely positioning themselves to be humming for when we need them in about five months. We always say the NBA season doesn't even start until Christmas Day. We're two months from that, for goodness sakes. Nah, this isn't going to matter once we turn the calendar pages to 2022. No question. The Grizzlies beat the Nuggets uh, twice this week, Monday night at home and yeah. then again last night at home. One of those weird, the Nuggets stayed in town to play them twice, 108, right. 106, another good game for Ja Moran. I was actually looking at some of the player futures, which we're going to dive into next segment. Ja Moran is the favorite right now, Dane, to win the most improved player award. I kind of like was taken back at it. Like, this dude was a badass right. last year. He's been a badass. He was pretty improved already. How, <laughs> right. how is he the favorite for the most improved player award? He is you know, one of the top players already in the league. <laughs> And that's interesting. I was thinking about that last year with Julius Randle when he was a big uh, player uh, nominee for this award, right? It's all relative. Like, is it improved in terms of how far up you go or where you started from? I hear you. It's weird. It's all relative. But I think Ja's an MVP candidate. Forget about most improved. And your boy Scotty said it. The Memphis Grizz and some of that new young talent are really taking the reins in the NBA. I like to see it. Now, Tyler Hero, who was awful last year, he could be a most improved candidate at 12-1. to 1. That's a guy sure. we look for. Pharrell Coast there to Coast, Carver High and Dane in for Scotty. We keep rolling on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Thursday here. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Carver High and Dane Martinez in for Scotty today and all week long. And, of course, we must tell you, stay on the grid all day long as well, even when you're not tuned in by following us on Twitter at Sports Grid, at Sports Grid TV, at Sports Grid Radio as well. No idea what you're waiting for. You should have already done it. Please 
Go follow us in all of those spots. All right, Dane, let's keep rolling through the NBA here. A couple games from last night, then we'll get into tonight's card. Uh, my Cavaliers, who I have been backing oh, here yours. early on. Oh, they okay. are now my Cavaliers <laughs> after they had a splendid West Coast trip. They have come they home. They get the Blazers in their house last night. 107 to 104. Jarrett Allen taking care of business. 24 and 17 for the Cavs. And how have they been winning, Dane? With defense. And here it is. The final play last night. The final seconds on Bally Sports Ohio. Covington off to Lillard. Guarded by Osmond. Switched on to by Allen. Lillard looking for an opening off balance shot. He missed it. Weak side tip. Mobley grabs it. Cavaliers win. Cavaliers win. Dane, I'm excited by this team. Like we said, that it's early. They're 5-4. and four. Right. Mobley's been playing great defense. Their first-round pick. Jared Allen's becoming a star. I am all in on the Cavalier rebirth, Dane. Okay, listen, I'm with it. I would like to see some new actors in the bunch. And you're right, Allen's been good. Sexton's been good. You talk about Evan Mobley as well. The question is, like, at what level, right? Could they make a step and maybe be in the back end of the Eastern Conference playoffs? Maybe, but remember, it was coined in Philadelphia. There's a process here. There's levels to this, right? Are they going to all of a sudden be in the Eastern Conference Finals? No, but if you're a Cavs fan, at least you have something to cheer for. You see these young kids like Sexton and Mobley and Allen, and you think the future can be bright, but you said it yourself. It's real early in the season, you know? So let me ask you, how long would you have to see one of these teams, whether it's Cleveland, whether it's Memphis, whether it's the Charlotte Hornets or any young team that seems to be playing well, how long into the season do they have to kind of hang around for you to start to believe that what you're seeing is legit in terms of actually maybe winning around in the playoffs or something like that? I think for the NBA, it's a little bit longer probably than anywhere else. Uh, I'm going to say okay. maybe around the Super Bowl or the All-Star break. Like I, like, I, I think okay. you need a bigger sample. I think you need a bigger sample size with the NBA, the NBA game because I think that the regular season means less than in any other sport. Okay. I, I, think that, I think that there's so many teams that take so many nights off. I think that it takes a little bit of a longer gauge to make sure that a team is for real. And that's why even the Cavs, we get ex I get excited okay. about it right now. The Hornets, I'm pumped up about. But I think we need to get a couple months into the season. And if they're still floating around 500, couple games over 500, we could say they've got a little bit of staying power. I did have the Rookie of the Year odds for you today only because I wanted to pump up Evan Mobley a little bit for you at plus 380 <laughs> for the Cavs and the way he's playing. But I'll say it's very tight at the top because Scotty Barnes playing very well. Jalen Green sure. filling it up for Houston right now. Cade Cunningham, of course, number one overall pick. He was at the top throughout the entire offseason. But, Dane, you got to play games. I mean, you got to get on the court. You got to right. play. And it just hasn't been there yet. You got to absolutely play in order to be there. But, you know, it is early. Remember, there's a lot of injuries to happen, a lot of rest to happen. And this, like the MVP and like most awards, are also correlated to how well the team does, right? So if there's anybody that actually is on a team that takes that step forward, maybe Evan Mobley can be part of this renaissance in Cleveland. But it's early. It is still very early. Nice effort by the Knicks last night in Indiana. They lose 111 to 98 to the Pacers. Knicks were 5 and 1. Couple losses to the Raptors and the Pacers now this week. Bring them back to earth just a little bit. The Celtics had some internal problems earlier in the week. Of course, Marcus Smart called out Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum saying that they don't pass the rock. Well, nothing cures you like a trip to Mickey Mouse Land, Orlando. And, and beating up on the Magic, 92-79. to 79, The Celtics take care of business. Here is Jalen Brown after the game, Dane, responding to the Marcus Smart comments earlier in the week. Obviously, in the, uh, in the midst of trying to win games, um, you know, it's something that we probably didn't need. But, you know, uh, we all communicate and talk to each other. So we're all trying to find ways to win. And I'm open to any and everything, you know, guys bring it to me coaching staff so um, I'm always watching film trying to better myself and be a better basketball player and find ways to make my teammates better um, so it felt good to get a win today let's translate that Dane quickly in English uh, hey Marcus shut up <laughs> right right 
And to be honest, it almost feels like it would have been all good. And these guys are probably having those same kind of conversations that we don't ever hear about or that we don't know about. And if this was some kind of blow up in practice, right, or they had it out in the locker room. And because what Marcus Smart was saying, X's and O's wise, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. It's just the fact that it's like putting your teammates on blast out there in the public. That's the weird part about it. Right. So what was Brown going to do? You know, like, yeah, we probably didn't need that. But of course, we're always trying to get better. We're working hard. You know, it's the coach speak of it all. But I, I, I liked what Smart did because he was it was honesty. And you say it all the time on Coast to Coast. We like honesty. And that's what I saw out of Smart. Maybe we shouldn't have heard it, but it's okay by me. We do love honesty on coast to coast, that's for sure. Uh, the Raptors win their fifth in a row, 109-100 in D.C. against the Wiz. Raptors off to a very good start. Warriors mm-hmm. beat the Hornets, 114-92. Jordan Poole with 31 points last night, Dane. It was a, it was a quiet night for Steph Curry. He only had five right. points going into the fourth quarter. He finished with 15. Poole was the guy taking care of business last night, and he knew, Dane, before the game, that he was going to have a big night. Let's hear why. Did you feel this type of night coming from you from a shooting perspective? Yeah, definitely. When did you feel? He was hydrated. Pre-game. Went to sleep a couple nights ago, and I felt it. See? (laughs) He got a good sleep. He had that reject. No, it was cool. We have 82 games. You know, it's not like in college where you play a game and you sit out a week. Oh, even Jordan Poole laying out the 82 the games for you there. We got 82 two nights Regen. Away. Um, <laughs> it's really good, especially if you're a shooter. Uh, look, I- I'm all in. Just like the Cavs, I've been all in on the Warriors uh, before the season, Dane. We're talking the over 47 yeah. and a half. We're talking Warriors to win the title. Get me Clay back healthy. Keep him in one piece. Yeah. Warriors are back Dane let's go yeah I'm with you listen Steph and Clay know the window is closing I would not be surprised if the Warriors are one of these teams that go out and make a move to get a true stud to complement a run I think in Golden State they got a new building they know they have a championship pedigree they know they have the talent on the roster I think they're one of the teams that could shove before the trading deadline and get a kind of cherry on top piece keep an eye on Golden State I like what they're doing as well uh, and not a good day out in Phoenix, Dane, uh, for Suns owner Robert Sarver. Uh, ESPN right. report today accusing him of racism and misogyny during his 17 years owning the team. They talked to 70-plus former and current employees of the Phoenix Suns, a whole bunch of people in there, basically spilling everything that this guy does. Look, uh, Dane, I-, I can't believe we still got guys like this in any league, let alone the NBA after the Sterling thing a couple years ago. I think this is going to end one way. Get him out. You got Sterling out? Get this guy out, too. Get him out, Dane. That's it. No, I hear you. It's just hard when he is the owner, right? I mean, we got a lot of owners across sports, and it's very hard to actually get them to budge when they own the team. But you're right. If this history is here, especially in this day and age, the public will not stand for it. If he gets canceled, he might have to sell the team or his stake in the team as well. Absolutely embarrassing some of the stuff that's in that report today all right pharrell coast to coast carver high dane martinez in for scotty we will come back sports grid nfl insider adam kaplan gets us ready for thursday night football sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com ah the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh... 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Thursday right here. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio, Carver High, Scotty out all week. As always on a Thursday, we get ready for week nine Thursday night football with NFL insider for Sports Grid, Adam Kaplan. Adam, how are you, my man? Good to have you as always. Let us start with the mess in Cleveland. Please tell me what is going on with Odell Beckham Jr. Two days in a row now, not with the team. What is happening here? Yeah, so, Mike, here's essentially what happened. His father had separate Instagram posts with pretty strong criticism of the quarterback. And when you criticize the starting quarterback, in this case, Baker Mayfield, it's not going to go over well with management and and head coach Kevin Stefanski. Things have been simmering for a while because of the lack of chemistry on the field with Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. And culminating what's happened this week, the team felt – he could not be around the around the players and, and be at practice uh, through Thursday. He has not been with a football team where you're getting the sense he's not going to be with the team much longer. I um, mean, how they do this transaction, if they do release him, the trade deadline's gone and passed, so you can't trade him. What you can do is either have him inactive every week, like the Texans are doing with Deshaun Watson, but he'll still be on the 53. And how you do that, you would have to decide, along with his agent and the player, how you would do that. Or you could just flat-out cut him. He's subject to waivers after the trade deadline. All NFL players that are cut off of 53 are, are subject to waivers now. And the team that would claim him if they did would would claim his salary, the, the prorated portion of $14.5 million. They've already paid him his $1 million roster bonus at training camp, and he's owed half of that salary. So they've already paid him a, almost $9 million. Uh, so the, the bottom line is, teams will always tell you this, is that we're just better off getting the guy off our roster, not worrying about the money. You have to... What, what the management will have to do here is Andrew Barry, the owner, uh, Andrew, Andrew Barry, the GM, will have to go to the owner, Jimmy Haslam, and say, listen, Jimmy, here's what's going on. This is what we want to do. Are you okay with it? Because obviously you're the one who write, writes the checks. And as long as he goes along with it, uh, whatever the resolution is, you're not going to see him with his, with the teammates anymore. It's highly unlikely uh, based on what's happened over the last 48 hours. It, it is weird, though, Mike. One day you would think this would just get resolved one way or the other. But to, to take two days to do this, I mean, I don't, you and I have never been sat in a meeting like this, but it is, it, it does, it's a little bit interesting, a little bit surprising that it would take at least over now two days, quite frankly, that he's still on the roster and there was no resolution yet. Yeah, it's also puzzling to me, Adam, that the trade deadline was Tuesday. Okay. You're telling me that they had no idea that now that this was all going on beforehand. Now I get it. The Instagram stuff and even LeBron getting involved with the tweets, all that stuff happened the morning of the trade deadline. Uh, It seems like that would have been an easier time to try to get things done. You have some teams that need wide receivers. The Saints need wide receiver help. The Raiders, unfortunately, because of the situation, they need wide receiver help. But what happened? Uh, This seems more complicated with the trade deadline being on because they're not just going to, if they do release him, he has to clear waivers, doesn't he? Anybody yep. could pick yeah, him up then. Yeah, yes. This time of year. And, 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 Mike, here's the deal, right? It's one thing if he's making $2 million and they cut him. Teams, someone will claim him and say, you know what? Let's bring you in. You're going to meet with our front office. You're going to meet with our coaches. And we're going to get on the same page right away. But when you look at what he's being paid, A, you got to have the cap space. B, you got to you got to be willing to keep him, you know, have him in your building. And the other thing is, by the way, he's got that shoulder injury. Uh, which has been troublesome, troublesome for him lately. You know, you saw him get come in and out of last week's game, so that is a concern. Now, assuming he's gone from the roster, which seems rather likely, he's a starting NFL receiver, right? Landry's more or less their slot receiver. Then you'd move on to Donovan Peoples-Jones. Here's the problem with that guy. They like him very much. You saw him fill in last year when uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was out with it to an ACL. 
Donovan Peoples-Jones got hurt two weeks ago in pregame warmups. He hasn't played since then. He's he's limited in practice this week. They have Anthony Schwartz, who they really like, who's a track guy, um, and he's he's from Auburn. He's a rookie. He's still learning. And Rashard Higgins is their one of their better backup receivers. So this becomes a problem without OBJ on the roster because they're just not super deep at the position. How about the trade deadline on Tuesday, Adam? I think we got a yeah. little spoiled the last couple of years because after yeah. years of the NFL trade deadline being nothing, we started to get some real juice the last few years. And then this year we had the Von Miller deal, but not much after besides that. Yeah, so that deal officially became uh, went down the pike uh, on Tuesday uh, once Miller passed his physical. Although he's got a, he's got an ankle injury, it's not, he's not going to be out very long if at all if he doesn't play this week. But it is interesting though, and and the GM of the Broncos talked about it, George Payton. They were able to accommodate what the Rams wanted because the Rams didn't have the cap space uh, to be able to handle uh, this Von Miller the rest of his contract, the prorated portion, which was over nine million. So they they got what they wanted out of it, which is future draft picks. You and I talked about this on Monday. We know the Broncos are going to do something significant quarterback next year. It's obvious. We could say this in November. They're going to do something at quarterback. Whoever's on the roster now will not be the starter next season. That will not happen. They're going to go somewhere else. But now, here's a question going forward. Because I know on Sunday we were talking about this on um, the PFT show about what will happen if there's a big move. Will there be anyone that kind of tilts the scale for, for, um, for playoff odds? The move for Von Miller, look, he's an older player but still very good, Mike. I don't think he's elite anymore. He's still good. He'll help them. But it's not going to be one where, oh, my goodness, this is going to be worth two wins. I don't see that. It's one thing in baseball, right? If you trade for a pitcher, if you trade it for a number two pitcher, and that's what you need, or you, you need that fourth starter for the playoffs, that could tilt it. This is not a guy that's going to tilt it, but he's going to make them a little bit better. The pass rush will be a little bit better. They'll be able to help out the great uh, Aaron Donald, who's up front. But I don't think this is one where you go, oh, my goodness gracious, the, the, this puts them over the top. They're already one of the top two teams, quite frankly, in the NFC. I had them in my power rankings number one even before this trade, so I don't think it's going to change very much. Yeah, I actually think that Von Miller made a good point. We were listening to him before, and I told you on Monday, I don't like this because I think he's kind of washed. I mean, not completely washed, but he's not the same player he used to be. He did make a good point. I get double and triple teamed all the time. Aaron Donald gets double and triple teamed all the time. They're not going to be able to do that now. You got Leonard Floyd out there as well. It does cause some problems that it might free Von Miller up like he hasn't been the last few years in Denver. Right, and plus, when you look at Miller, he's now back in a scheme, a 34 scheme, which a lot of people think he's probably destined. If you you looked at what's the best way to use him, a 43-strong side linebacker he's played well in, but I think he's probably better standing up as an outside linebacker. Mm -hmm. He'll be able to do that. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Because when we go forward here, when we get to the tougher matchups, when they play the Cardinals again, remember the Cardinals came in to SoFi and handled them. That's their one loss. They the Rams handled Tom Brady. They did a good job against the Bucks. I'll be interested to see when the, the matchups get tougher for the Rams, how much of an impact Miller can have on opposing offensive lines. Let's get to Thursday night football now, Adam, to start week number nine. The Jets visit the Colts in Indianapolis. I think the hardest thing for me in this game is the Jets just had a big win on Sunday against the Bengals. I find it very hard to expect them to ramp it up again twice in five days getting big wins. That's a lot to ask out of the Jets. You know, it's funny. You and I previewed this game on – we we previewed the Monday night game, and we we talked about Mike White's incredible performance last week. (laughs) And now we fast forward to Thursday where they have to travel on a short week you get the the unlikelihood that Mike White would ever make it. This guy was a fifth round pick of the Cowboys. Really bounced around on and off of the Jets practice squad. There, were, I know talking to some writers who cover the team, they were shocked that he he won the number two job. They thought they should have brought somebody in. And Joe Flacco, who um, was the Eagles' backup quarterback, he actually visited the Jets with their coaching staff before he signed with the Eagles. I'm told so. Uh, Joe Flacco's back, but Mike White will start this game with with Zach Wilson out with a PCL sprain. And when you really look at it, though, and I know Mike White was incredible. After those two picks, remember now, first two series, he turned the ball over. Third quarter, he went off and into the fourth quarter. I cannot see that. Now, I know the Colts, well, we, we should mention the Colts, both their starting safeties are out. Willis went on IR today, and, and, and Julian Blackman tore his Achilles some weeks ago. So that does give the Jets a little bit of an advantage. But Corey Davis, Mike, is not expected to play for the second straight game with his hip injury. That's a problem. He's their best receiver. 
So to me, the Colts have a distinct advantage here. I would be very surprised if the Colts left. The Jets are not going to win this game. No way. Now, the Colts, of course, coming off a very tough loss at home to the Titans. They've lost to them twice now in the AFC South. I mean, it's a very muddled lower to middle of the AFC right now. It is still there for the Colts to make the playoffs with that extra wild card. But, Adam, if they continue to lose games, they may have a business decision to make with Carson Wentz. Yeah, it's a great point, Mike. This is the big story now um, with, with NFL people. They're, they're looking to see, because when you really look at this situation, we rarely have deals like this, Mike, when a team puts in language in a contract, uh, in a, a trade agreement. So what happens here is this. If Carson Wentz plays at least 75 of the offensive snaps for the Colts this season, that second-round pick that the Eagles are getting for next year, that'll be a first-round pick. That's how it conveys. So we're not there yet, but we're getting closer. And in Carson Wentz, despite what happened with the broken foot and the surgery and also the double ankle injury, one of them was a, sort of, I was told, close to a high ankle sprain, he's only missed seven snaps this season. So if he continues to start and play all the snaps, Mike, that's probably going to be a first-round pick. And as you said, they're still hanging in. Forget the division. They're hanging in for the wild card right now, the bottom two teams, particularly the seventh spot, that third wild card spot. Right now, that spot's up for grabs. And the Colts, though they're three and five, a, a team with a losing record, like eight or not, eight, eight and nine, we have 17 games. That team could get it. I wouldn't be shocked. So keep an eye on the situation. I've got uh, 20 seconds left, Adam. Are we talking Colts big tonight, or do the Jets hang around a while? Big or little for the Colts tonight? I look at it by, t I, I look at a Colts 10 point victory tonight. Okay. In Indy. Okay. There you go. Adam, we will talk to you tomorrow on a football Friday. Get ready for the weekend. Thank you so much for joining us, as always, on Coast to Coast. Adam Kaplan with us. Pharrell Coast to Coast. Carver High, Dane Martinez. We keep rocking on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back. Pharrell, coast to coast on a Thursday. Carver High, Dane Martinez in for Scotty Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Thanks to Adam Kaplan. We will hook back up with him tomorrow for the double segment heading in to the football weekend. All right, Dane, let's finish off the NBA here. Before we get to tonight's games, yeah. I did want to give you, of course, the eight-game into the season MVP check. Sure. Fandle always love because this is actually one market day and that like it does shift pretty dramatically it does week to week yeah. and game to game uh and Giannis now five to one Curry five to one Durant plus 550 Luca eight to one 
Embiid, who never plays at 12 to 1, very tough. The Joker, who's the defending, of course, winner of this award at 16 to 1. LeBron, 25 to 1. He's going to be out tonight, too. No LeBron. He's got that abdominal strain, Dane. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Here's the thing. If you're going to bet this award at this point in the season, you can't take the favorite, okay? Because these things are going to rise and fall. If you want to get Giannis, it's like right after he's going to miss a week with a high ankle sprain. That's when you want to get him when they knock him down. Of those guys... I'll take a stab on Joel Embiid. Listen, I told you, I think he, if he plays, he is the kind of most dominant force it could be in the NBA. The other thing is, I told you before, I think about what teams will be there. So here's another name that I think is interesting, not even on the board right now at 27 to 1, is James Harden. Okay, Durant is there on the board, but if Brooklyn makes it all the way to the top, remember Harden was doing incredible things without Kyrie last year. I'm talking about triple doubles going crazy. I think Harden is interesting, especially if there's no Kyrie, because you know Brooklyn will be up at the top. So give me Harden and give me Embiid. I'm going to try and take the major player from the top dog in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, and you know, if Anthony Davis could ever actually also stay on the court, if LeBron's going to miss time like he's nah. going to miss, you know, 36-1 nah. to 1 for eight. He's worried about 30, his Easton infection. But, but, but you're looking for, like you said, deep shots early on. You want to take you. guys who are getting a lot of juice uh, early on in the going. All right, NBA tonight. I'll give you one Jane, let's who's never on the list. Go ahead. I'll give you one Go who's ahead. never on the list. Right now, 35-1, to 1, Donovan Mitchell. Why can't yeah. Donovan Mitchell be get the you know kind of acceptance? The Jazz will be there at the top of the West. No one cares about Rudy Gobert. This is a guy who's supposed to be ascending, coming into his own as a true star at thirty-five to one. He's worth a shot as well. Uh, no question about it. I like uh, Spider Mitchell at that spot. That's a good value for him there. All right, tonight's NBA, Dane. Of course, you will be all over it in-game live, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern right here on SportsGrid. We have five games for you tonight. Let's take a look. The Sixers, little back-to-back -back after beating the Bulls last night. Who knows who's playing for the 76ers, but they are five-point favorites in <clears throat> Detroit against the Pistons. The Jazz and the Hawks, good game down in Atlanta. Jazz minus two and a half. The Celtics and the Heat, Celtics back-to-back. -back. They beat the Magic in Orlando. They're on the Florida swing. They're getting six and a half. The Rockets and the Suns in Phoenix tonight, minus ten and a half there. And the Thunder, no LeBron, who cares? Uh, ten and a half. Remember, Dane, Thunder's only win this year was against the Lakers at OKC. Oh, I know. Oh, trust me, I know that one did not go well for us on in-game live when that one happened. We were like, nah, the Lakers are going to come back here. Pound the Lakers. Hammer the Lakers. They're going to come back here. They did not in Oklahoma City there in the Staples Center tonight. Keep an eye. Remember, Russell Westbrook there could take up a lot more usage with no LeBron as well. I'd be interested to see what his triple-double number is in this one. I like that. And also give me the heat laying the points. We've been off Boston. Like you said, the elixir was playing the Orlando Magic. It is a different task going into Miami to beat the Heat on the second of a back-to-back. -back. I think Miami can roll tonight. Yeah, you can make a case. Heat have been the best team so far in the Eastern Conference over the first couple of weeks of the season. And despite that win against the Magic, there's some problems with the Celtics. I mean, there's clearly some problems going right. on uh, with that team right now. And I'm going to look at the Laker game this way, Dane. I think they want a nice little get back after losing to the Thunder right. in OKC a couple weeks ago. Yep. I'm thinking they drop the hammer on the Thunder tonight. Yes. Like, I'm talking like 25-point win for the Lakers tonight. A leave no doubt. See that. This team beat us. Let's go and take care of business. So NBA tonight, Dane will have you covered in-game live right here on SportsGrid. College football we have a game tonight that i'm about to get to we have some games for this weekend we'll look at as well yeah. but i wanted to put up the to make the college football playoff odds for you dane because we've been talking the last two days about sure. the first college football rankings here are the yeses for these 
eight teams. I left Georgia out because they're making the college football playoff. They're like minus 2,000. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, even, even if they lose to Alabama, they're still going to make it. Oklahoma minus 174. Alabama minus money. Ohio State minus money. So the book's telling you that they think That's who they those think. are the three teams that are going to join. Cincinnati 180, Oregon 270, Michigan 350, and then Michigan State and the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame up there. Then we got 1040 and 1460 for those two. Clearly, Dane, we're looking for value here. It's not there with the minus money teams. I think we have to look at Oregon, even though I don't believe in them whatsoever. And I think the other team right. that's worth maybe a poke right now is Michigan State. I mean, that's a big number. Yes, they have to beat Ohio State, but it's a it's a healthy number that you're going to get right there, Dane. Let's go. Yeah, you know what I think is interesting? That they have Oklahoma as minus money, even though the committee put them at number eight. So the book thinks that Oklahoma will win at number 12, Baylor, will win at number 11, Oklahoma State, because they're going to have to to get through the into the playoffs. So I think that is interesting that they're at minus money all the way back at number eight. I... I think ultimately, Carve, there will only be one Big Ten team in the college football yeah. playoff, and everyone's going to bend over backwards to try to make it be the Buckeyes, right? So you're going to probably have two SEC teams, one Big Ten team, and then you got to get right. Who is that fourth? You said it yesterday. They're giving Oregon kind of pole position, but then they're going to have to earn it. You know where I'm going, Carve. I'm going Cincinnati, baby, because oh. as they cannibalize each other in the Big Ten, and then when the Ducks inevitably trip up, I actually think Cincinnati will be there holding the bag. The other part, not even on your graphic, is the Demon Deacons. If they get through an undefeated ACC team, they will get selected in that four spot. If they have a bagel and get through, now they have tougher games in the back half of the season, right? Starting with at North Carolina this week. But if they get through, I find it hard to believe that they would put an undefeated Power 5 conference champion out in the cold. And look, uh, give me a number on Wake Forest here. I mean, please, get them on right. the list. I don't have a number, Dane. Give me a number to make the playoff for the Demon Deacons. I got a little nugget on that game for you that when I put it up there in a couple minutes, I'll let you know about. First, let's look okay. at tonight. There are two games on the schedule for college football. The Raging Cajuns, Dane, of Louisiana Lafayette. My Raging Cajuns, now up to 13 and a half, was 11 and a half a couple of days ago. They have Georgia State coming to town. We are on the Ragings tonight, minus 13 and a half. Nice. We are going to make it happen. I'm staying away from the total. Delaware State and Morgan State. Here's all I can tell you about this game, Dane. They can't make the total low enough. 39 low enough. and a half. For a college football game, try to make it as low as possible. There is not going to be a lot of excitement or a lot of offense in that game. But the Raging Cajuns, Dame, that is where we are going to focus our efforts on tonight. So when you're doing in-game live, keep an eye on the Raging Cajuns for me, okay? <laughs> All right, absolutely. A wise man once told me, go under the lowest total, go above the highest total. So I am not scared by the 39 and a half. Give me the under, Delaware State and Morgan State. And if Maction is any example, I'll take the over 53 and a half in that game as well. But I'll keep an eye on the Raging Cajuns for you, Carl. Did, did you like my uh, strategy for Maction next week that I mentioned in the open of the show today? Oh, I'm just going to blind bet I'm all, with you. all six overs next week. Like, let's I saw just the do total in that game games. gets over 100. The live total in Northern Illinois and Kent State was at like 110 at one point, okay? So I'm with you. Overs midweek. Yeah, four out of five games this week. Next week, you get three on Tuesday, three on Wednesday. We're going over on all six of them. Sounds Let's good. get it. All right, some, some big games this weekend. Let's start to take a look at what we have early on Saturday, noon Eastern kickoff. Wake Forest and UNC, believe it or not, Dane, this is, not, this is not a conference game. This will not count huh. 
towards the ACC standings because they weren't really? supposed to play each other. That Yes, listen to this. They were not supposed to play each other this year in the way the ACC schedule works. They're big rivals. They like playing each other every year. So instead of scheduling some tomato can that they were going to give a paycheck to, they got together the and said, nice. we'll just play each other another game, and it's not going to count towards the ACC. So Wake Forest, no matter what, will still be undefeated in ACC play, no matter what happens against North Carolina on Saturday. 76 and a half, a monster total between those two teams. Ohio State and Nebraska, 14 and a half. Buckeyes, of course, want to impress. Liberty and Ole Miss, Hugh Freeze returns to Oxford. Matt Corral banged up for Lane Kiffin. Tough one there. Tulsa and Cincinnati, Dane. We've talked about it. Cincinnati needs uh-huh. style points. As much as they don't want to admit it, they didn't have style points the last two weeks, and it hurt them this week when they were number six. Yeah, and that's why I think a good way to play it is to have Cincy laying the points, take the overs in their game, because you're right, they have to be impressive in the eyes of the committee. To me, obviously, it's the Demon Deacons going on the road. Wasn't this game over 100 points last year? I wouldn't be surprised if it goes over the 76 and a half. I know you're going to show me some more games, but I think, listen, Wake on the road this week. Michigan State on the road this week. Oregon on the road this week. Those are the kind of traps to look out for in conference play or quasi-conference play in the case of the Demon Deacons. Uh, 59-53 was that Carolina Wake Forest there you go. a year ago, Dane. So, I mean, there is a lot of electricity when those two teams get on the field. A couple more mm-hmm. games for you. Navy and, Navy and Notre Dame. I will tell you now, Dane, my favorite play of the entire weekend in college football is the over in the Navy Notre Dame game, 47 and a half. Nine of the last 10 times these two teams have played each other. It has flown over that 47 and a half total. They have had huge numbers that it averages, I believe, is 66 points per game in the last 10 meetings between Navy and Notre Dame. So we are going to hammer that on Saturday. Michigan State, two and a half now against Purdue. Uh, interesting game. Auburn, Texas A&M, very big in the SEC. Yeah. LSU getting 29 and a half against Alabama. Jeez, how the mighty have fallen, Dane. 29 and a half. Look out. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm on that Auburn-Texas A&M game because remember, if Auburn keeps winning, they have a shot, especially if they take out Bama in the Iron Bowl. It could be them in the SEC championship game bouncing the tide, and then maybe all of our chaos theory has a chance to come on home. Keep an eye on War Eagle. Anything's possible, baby. All right, Pharrell Coast to Coast, Carver High, Dane Martinez in for Scotty, Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. We're back on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
And we are back. Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Thursday. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Carver High and Dane Martinez here for Scotty today. So not only does Dane have Jets Colts tonight on in-game live, not only does he have yes. five NBA games, he has the Rage and yes. Cajuns, but he also has yes. the National Hockey League. Here we go. The Lightning are in Toronto tonight against the Maple Leafs. Very rare. You can get the Lightning at plus money, plus a buck 14. The Red Wings and the Bruins in Beantown. Heavy lumber, minus 300. The Islanders, who haven't played in what feels like a month, minus 137 in Montreal against the Canadians. <clears throat> Caps and Panthers tonight in Sunrise. The Vegas Golden Knights, after their big trade today, Dane, Jack Eichel out of Buffalo into Vegas. He will not play, though, anytime soon. He is going to get that disc surgery that Buffalo would not let him get. Vegas will allow him. He'll be out about four months, hopefully, and back for the playoffs for the Golden Knights. All right, fair enough. I mean, that's been in vogue now in the NHL. Didn't that happen with the Lightning last year? Kucherov, Stamkos, whoever it was, yes. like, they were okay, but they just waited until the playoffs. And talk to me, Carve. Aren't Toronto and uh, Tampa, like, high-scoring teams? Why is that five and a half? Yes. Uh, Tampa, Tampa's been off to a bit of a slow start, Dane. I will admit that. Okay. They have not been playing well, but okay. you're right on an... And in fact, maybe this is the night. Maybe you're catching the line a little low here with five and a half between the Leafs and the Lightning. Also, late night for you. The Blues on a back-to-back -back in the Shark Tank against San Jose, minus 113. Probably a short number for them. I don't see them losing both games out in California these back-to-back -back nights. And the Kraken okay. should not be favorites of almost $2 against anybody. The Sabres tonight, Dane, plus 158 against Seattle. I'll give you that for in-game live. <laughs> All right, good to know. I'll jot it down for sure. I got the Sabres, and it looks like I got the Blues as well. Vamos. Dane, uh, have fun tonight on In Game Live. A lot of action for you. I will see you tomorrow right here on Coast to Coast as we Sounds finish good. up the week. Pharrell Coast to Coast, Carver and Dane. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the grid. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.